I did. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Woman Did You Watch Housewives podcast. We're so excited that you're all joining us again. Last week, we had such a good response from you all. We had so many listeners that we didn't expect. Shout out to all of our listeners. And we're back for episode two of this season, bringing us right back to the Spring Fling Celebration of Life taco party. (laughs) Yes, guys, welcome back. We are so excited to have you guys back with us. Um, It was really overwhelming, the response that we got. Um, We did not expect so many people who want to support, um, you know, Dima and I. So we're really excited. So we actually, yes, we're back where we left at Karen's party where, you know, Giselle is questioning whether Mia made the cancer post to get some attention or not. Um, So this is where we're at. And um, obviously, like Mia has her friend um, chiming in and provide some reasoning that, you know, many people go through this situation. And that, that is why she believes that she's the chosen one um, who needs to report, you know, about, you know, this whole situation. That was. Yeah. Can we talk about Mia saying that she was the chosen one? I was like, Mia. Yes. That is an intense use of your words. She's basically Jesus Christ who came on earth <laughs> to die for our sins. <laughs> yes. I'm like, uh, I'm not sure if we should say God has anything to do with social media, but okay, cool. How did you feel? How did you feel about that statement? That I I was shocked by it, but I thought like getting into this scene, there was just so much going on. Wendy was me. She was like, excuse me, who are you to Jacqueline? I was like, Wendy, yes. And she's like, okay, I didn't know who you were. So I'm just asking who's talking. She was, was, chiming, so- in. She was chiming in so strongly. So um, I definitely understand where Wendy was coming from. And it's crazy because she's her friend now, but right now they are not getting along. Um, and you know, they've been friends for 15 years, right? Like, no, since yeah. 15, since she was 15. Um, and they're no longer friends after one season. Wait, can you, can you give us some backstory about that? Cause when you say right now, you mean like in real life, like in, no, in October. Yes. So not too long ago, um, Mia had posted a video of her friend. I think her name is Jacqueline. Yes. Um, she basically posted a video on Twitter of her, um, I guess like hitting her husband. I don't know if he's like her ex now. Um, so in the video, you can hear the husband, like, I think the husband was recording and he was like, stop hitting me. Um, he was like, I'm not leaving. This is my house. And then at the end, like you, like, I think she was like drop, like, you know, like, I don't know if she was like, um, hitting him and throwing things at him. And um, I, he said something about like our daughters. I don't know if he was saying like our daughter is here or something. Um, it, the video kind of cut through that part. Um, I think he's, she said like, you can leave and go be with the woman you're cheating with. So I think there are some like cheating allegations in their marriage. And then 
maybe they're going through it. But the thing is, Mia made that post basically stating how she does not support violence. She does not support domestic violence and um, basically just like putting her friend's business out in the street. And I'm like, I think in this situation, like, obviously it looks like there's like some sort of cheating arguments and she's over, she's reacting like in a very bad way, obviously. I don't think that if you're my friend, like I would never do something like that to you, even if you're in the wrong. So I don't really understand what her motives were for doing that to her friend. Yeah. Yeah. That seems intense. It is. And there's definitely something that happens in this season that leads Mm -hmm. up to that, because from the first time we saw Jacqueline on the show, They've been putting her as like Mia's best friend in quotations. So yeah, just to continue with the recap. So everybody obviously is questioning um, Mia. Yes, her post is weird, but you know, when it comes to situation like that, people are different. I actually had a question um, for you. And I was like, how do you feel about sharing a lot of things on social media? You know, like, you know, like important news, like, like relationship situations like how do you feel about that because you know I'm not like super big on like posting on social media I'd be taking a lot of mental breaks and hibernation from social media and I don't post often um but yeah like uh like for you like you know you're kind of like pretty active on social media like how do you feel about that yeah I feel like I don't put like my I mean I put like my personal stuff out like when I'm like traveling and stuff like pictures of like when I know everyone that follows me that's listening to this right now is sick of my Mykonos content, (laughs) but like I, (laughs) when I'm experiencing something good, like it's all out there, but like in terms of like my relationships and like stuff like that, like, I don't think anyone, like, I don't think I post really anything about like who I'm in a relationship with or like, yeah, I saw this um, meme that was going around and it says, it's, it was a video and the girl is like, um I'm not posting you unless you're my husband so it doesn't matter if she's like in the two years three years four year five years relationship she's like I'm not even posting a hand because you know how like, <laughs> girls would be posting like or like two drinks a guy like they're not gonna show who the guy is but you'll see like some hands like you know like cheerings or like you yeah know, like, watch like you know at the. I mean t- I think I definitely do that I will put I will put like uh, like a double glass or something like that at dinner or whatever but like in terms of like in terms of like my personal stuff if I ever had to go through something that was like deeply linked to my health like that yeah. social media would not be the place and like so you're not the chosen one I don't like yeah. media <laughs> I don't know if there is a chosen one of social media and if it is like wouldn't it be Mark Zuckerberg like who created it like <laughs> I don't know but yeah I I mean I get I get what Robin and Giselle were saying because Robin I think had a great point and she was like Robin found her voice yeah good for her because like she she was completely right and like Bravo had the receipts for it she was like let's not pretend that not all of us were talking about this yesterday and Mm -hmm. Bravo came back with every single person talking about how weird it was or how strange it was that Mia was posting this like do I or do I not have cancer situation like Mm -hmm. I think I if I were Mia and and I had a diagnosis that was like set I maybe would have posted because she has such a large following of like, here's 
like the research institute that I'm choosing to support because I have this and this disease. Like, like here's a link, everyone fund it. Like well, the, thing the American is- Cancer Society or something. Yeah. But like if it's like or or like like Sharon, what's her name? Sharon or Shannon from OC? Shannon. Yeah. Shannon. Shannon Bador. Like she posted, she was like, oh, I had a skin thing and I got it checked. Like everyone remember to get your annual checks and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like a random, like, oh, I'm undergoing, like, I, I feel like for prayers too, you know, cause people will be like, I'm going through this, please, you know, like send me your prayers, like stuff like that. Like, yeah. Like, um, so I don't know. I just felt I, I I was kind of on board with like the girls being like that. I found that a little bit weird. Yeah. Overall, we still don't know if Mia has cancer or not. Like, I don't know. It's very confusing. So we're just going to skip on that part and figure it out later. It didn't even it didn't even come up the rest of the episode either. It's like the storyline kind of died and then it got picked up by something else way later. But you'll yeah, like the storyline of the show. So then, um, so then like, just to recap the scene, the party, Sharice came, um, I don't know what she's wearing. Oh my gosh. Like her or her or Giselle, who has the worst fashion sense? Sharice. Uh, it was so bad. Well, Sharice was maybe less bad because she unintentionally was matching Karen with their matching family, which I thought was funny. That was really funny. Um, yeah, Karen can stand Sharice. She's like, who invited you? Um, and honestly, I think part of it stems from um, Sharice saying, saying like that Karen had a boyfriend um, named Blue Eyes like a couple of seasons ago. Um, but I don't think it was ever confirmed to be true. So um, so yeah, so during the party, um, obviously you saw um, Katie walked in. Uh, Katie, where have you been? um something's off with her don't you think she looks kind of different uh yeah she completely cut off all her hair is one I don't know if you've been following Katie lately has anybody been following Katie lately I have not Mm. yeah and I know that like last episode I was saying how much I really like was so happy that it wasn't Katie that came back so I was very disappointed when I saw her on my screen (laughs) but then she grabbed Bray's butt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, she's only back for like a few seconds and then she basically assaulted Ray. Um, she, <laughs> but he did say that he had a crush on her, you know, last season. Well, that's so, why, well, they showed us that in the recap, but that's why Karen is probably extra not happy. Yeah, so Karen was like, uh, please do not touch my man. Um, so she not, not only grabbed his butt, but also robbed his head. You know, that is very intimate things to do. Don't she remind me of that. <laughs> she was intimate. Did she ever marry that guy that she was dating in the first season? The one that she was forcing to marry her? No, they broke uh, up. Yeah. Shocker. Mm-hmm. It was, a, it, this was like, talk, I don't know. It was toxic. Um, Karen's speech made no sense. <laughs> Karen made speech um towards like the end of the party it made no sense at all she said like the grand the grand dame is back and everybody's like where did you go where did you go where have you been here (laughs) everyone was dying laughing robin's face was like we're perfect robin i'm i up until later in this episode i was like very excited about robin and then toward the end of the episode i was excited about robin but in the middle she threw me 
into like all of these loops yeah no well we'll talk about robin but i think she's actually i actually am starting to you know like really like robin this uh, this season um but yeah so at the end they were all dancing i love ray he's always like down to have a good time and you know like he was like breaking it down and i was like ray's 80 years old and his knees are stronger than mine and i just turned 30 so i don't know something's not right here (laughs) maybe Um, ray got a knee replacement (laughs) that's very true i did think about that i was like maybe i might need a knee replacement (laughs) i can break it down like i used to back in the day But it was really fun. The party looked fun, but the party was like a mess. Um, it's just a lot going on. There was a lot going on. It looked like this um, this restaurant that I follow on Instagram in DC called El Teco. I wonder if it was the same one, but I don't know. It was a Mexican restaurant. That's where they yeah. were at. And they had like pretty flowers hanging from the top. And I don't know if that was like Karen's decoration or if that was the restaurant. But I will do some research and see if it's the same place. Okay. But yeah, overall, like the scene was like, it was interesting. You know, there was, there was a lot going on. Um, and we're moving on to Robin and her son. Yeah. So I kind of recapped these couple scenes into like one big one. So we yeah. see Robin and her boys. They were adorable on the way home from school. Um, Wendy and her boys teaching them how to be independent, which was cute. How to cook. How to cook. And then yeah. Eddie made a comment. That was like when she wants to, <laughs> which is fair. You can find out whether she knows how to cook or not. Yeah. Um, Karen went back to her booby doctor to follow up on how her boobs are doing. They're doing well. <laughs> Apparently she did them for her, not for Ray. So. Yeah, we get into that later too. Um, Candace's sister's living with her. It kind of gave me me vibes with my sister, except not because they're very different than me and my sister. Um, I think they do love each other. Like, I don't see, like, yeah. Like, I feel like Candace, like, she fights with everybody else, but she loves her sister and her sister is like her best friend. So, yeah, it does seem like that. But another, another comment from Candace kind of alluding to how she still hasn't adjusted to Chris's schedule. So, We'll see how 2.42 p.m. comes in or a.m. <laughs> no, honestly, I did like the scene with her sister. Um, first of all, I don't know. Candace does not look, she does not give me big sister vibe. I don't know if it's because she's still petite or a brat, but she does not give me big sister Immature. vibe. <laughs> um, but honestly, like on a serious note, one thing that I did want to discuss was the fact that um she mentioned how her family found like a, you know, like a, a building for her sister or like they're, they're building like her sister's house or something like that. And I wanted to kind of like go back and discuss like, you know, generational wealth. And like when when um, Candace first came into the show, um, when she first started, people would like call her all type of names and like, you know, like talk about how her mom paid for, you know, for all her yeah. stuff. And it's basically like they were crucifying her for having like parents that could you know like pay for her college like pay you know help her with her house like and all mm-hmm. that stuff and I really like that part that's I don't necessarily like Candace but I really liked um that in the show like them showing like how um you know she comes from a different different background 
And so many, so many times, especially like for like African-American on TV, they always have to show how people come from like such a struggle background and that, you know, everyone's family's poor, like nobody have anybody who can support them. And, um, and I feel like they were crucifying her because they expected her to be like, oh, like I came from, you know, I came from the gutter and I made it. And it's like, it doesn't, it's not, it's not always like that for everybody, Mm -hmm. even if they're like, you know, like from African-American background. So it's not uncommon for a lot of kids um, to have sometimes like, especially if their families are well off for their families to help with things. So I'm not sure why people were like so mad that like Candace had a mom who would be like, I'm giving you a deposit for a house and I'm paying for this and I'm paying for that. I really did like that. That's the only thing that I feel like Candace like added to the show in terms of like bringing some sort of diversity because I'm so tired that every time they have to show like an African-American family always has to be like, oh, everybody is struggling. Everybody is poor, like in this and that. Like, no, sometimes some people come from very like from a comfortable lifestyle and Candace comes from that, which is why she's really bratzy, but you know, a lot of other people are like that too. So I thought that was really cool. You know, like how it was just like, you know, her sister getting a house and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. no, that's, I'm glad you've talked about that woman. Cause that's such a good point. I remember when I was watching it, like that, like that kind of like, I like perked up when I heard that. Um, but you make such a good point that like, like the african-american experience is definitely not like it's a not blanket yeah it's like there's, there's different you know different groups different experience so let's mm-hmm. just all of them you know yeah so yeah, i definitely agree I, I really like that um yeah so you saying like candace is still complaining about chris so she was saying like how her you know quality time is important for her so then i had a question i was like what are your top three love languages there's only five <laughs> I mean yeah just give top three um well I took a quiz first 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 one and don't lie because I feel like everybody says quality time well I thought it was quality time and then I took a quiz and I think physical touch was my first one yes physical touch is mine too which I was actually surprised about because I don't like being touched but I guess like in a relationship like I don't like when people are close to me like I yeah huh yeah, no, you're right. You're not, you don't like that as much. Like I like hugs and stuff, but like, if you're sitting next to me and our, your arm is touching me, I'll move my arm. But yeah. like, exactly. I have come to realize that like, I like holding hands and like stuff like that. <laughs> so I guess like, you're fine if it's like a love interest. You yeah. Know? Like if it's wanted. <laughs> oh, so sometimes you might not want it no like I I like in a relationship I think I'll always want it but like yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean I guess that's true like it's a love language so it's not like yeah, a everyday like personal yeah. language <laughs> that's but yeah I like according to my quiz physical touch physical touch no it's I feel the same too for me it's definitely physical touch okay what's your number two I don't remember what my number two is but I would say quality time quality time yeah I think quality time and then the third one for me would be like words of affirmation. Me too. Okay. See, Except I, I, I think I like words of affirmation, but when people like affirm me, I just sit there and smile like a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm, thank you. But you still want to hear it. Like, yeah, but I, I, know, it. like I know for a fact, do you want to hear it? Like, but <laughs> random people, if they say something nice to you, makes you super happy. And I'm I like, do like attention very much so I'd know 
Um, <laughs> but okay yeah so I guess for Candace it's quality time so maybe that's why it might be hard for her with Chris you know if they're not spending a lot of time with each other yeah but I think you made a good point last week like you like she also does not have a nine-to-five job where she's like sitting at her office and like every day she does the same thing like she went to the Grammys after a party which we forgot to include in the recap of the scene before which is very important for later on uh, Candace has to leave. Chris drops off Candace early at the airport because she goes to the Grammys by herself. I'm going to be on opposite side with that discussion, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we I don't know what you're referring to. Yeah. How we're going to be on opposite sides. Because you're going to like, you're going to support, I feel like you're going to support Ashley and Giselle. Oh, and you're not? We're listen. Oh, okay. That's good. Okay. Let's, let's get through this because like there's a, there's a lot of filler in here. All right. Do you want to recap uh, Robin Giselle coffee time? Yes. So Robin and Giselle had lunch. Um, and my first thing is, Giselle, please dress better. Like, you have way more money than I probably have. And I dress That's better true. than you when I do decide to dress up. So. And then, um, honestly, I'm really liking Robin. I know you don't like her red hair, but I don't know. I feel like she looks good, like all, you know, all black. Um, I got used to it this episode. It didn't like shock me as much. What I really loved, remember last um, episode where I talked about how Giselle made a faux pas and she mentioned how Robin mm-hmm. was, you know, on her house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really happy that Robin confronted Giselle. Yeah in the past wouldn't really say much but now I feel like she's like you can still have a friendship with someone and be like listen I'm not supporting you through this like you were wrong yes basically before like you know they started their conversation she's like I'm gonna need you I'm gonna need to discuss this with you like and she's like you did something wrong and she's always like what is it she's like think about it Mm -hmm. um she's all knows that she's always in the wrong so I'm sure she's like what have I done and then she obviously mentioned the fact that she mentioned you know, that Robin is the only name on the house and that one is not, is, is not on, on the house. And so then, um, Robin proceeded to tell us that one has bad credit, obviously, <laughs> sorry, mm-hmm. that's something to laugh about, but so that's why I guess he couldn't, he couldn't maybe get the loans. So, um, so then like Robin obviously talked to Giselle about how her delivery was really bad to, um, Mia. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like, is this what cancer no cancer looks like will be the worst line like someone has ever said to someone in like real housewives history because that's like really bad imagine if she i really hope that's not the case i don't even want to say it speak it into existence but imagine if it's like the worst you know what i mean that would be the worst thing for you to say to somebody who actually is dealing with that so yeah or i would say it goes up there with um brandy and taylor about oh, her husband her husband suicide but yeah yeah <laughs> I would say that's pretty bad too that was actually pretty bad um okay so then um obviously like Robin told Giselle like no you know your delivery was wrong you should definitely like try to talk to her Giselle sent Mia a text who Mia's not gonna reply to obviously uh-huh. um thrown red um I don't know in the middle of the scene I was like Robin has one broken nail I don't know I noticed that oh I didn't notice that it was like the middle maybe it's because you just got your nails done I know I know they look good um (laughs) and then Robin obviously was talking to Giselle about how she met with Ashley and Ashley told her how she got a DM from Chris Chris who is Candace's husband 
And Chris basically reached out to um, Ashley at like 2.49 a.m. and was like, you should have come to the W. And um, this is where he works, okay? We didn't know that when they presented it to us. And I have a lot of thoughts about it still. Okay, so let's let's hear your thoughts because I I know you're going to be coming for me. Okay, well, first, I wanted to point out the irony of Robin telling Giselle that she wasn't happy with her for spreading her business and then turning around and being like, okay, let me tell you about Ashley, what she told me. No, listen, it's okay for us to spread out other people's business. (laughs) We cannot spread our business to other people. But also, but also it was different because Giselle did it in front of all the girls and Robin's doing it with her very close friend, Giselle. And did you remember when Giselle was like, and Robin was like, how would you feel if I turn around and I spread your mm-hmm. business? And Giselle was like, no, no, let's not do that. We all know Giselle has a lot of dirty secrets. So obviously she would not want Robin to, to tell anyone what's going yeah, on. Yeah, she was like, let's not do that. <laughs> Can you imagine like we fall out of it with each other and like we go and like, because that's what Mia basically did to her friend. Like we've known that's each other true. for so long and we're no longer friends. And then you go and you tell your person your friend your farmer's friend's business that's but I feel like I feel like you and I have respect for each other that like even if one day like we're never talking ever again damn that's sad to hear even that statement I know it's not gonna happen woman unless this podcast pulls up apart but then we'll (laughs) kill the podcast before we kill our friendship we're not gonna do reality tv shows to get together no no so when all of you, all of you Bravo producers, when you see our show getting so much attention, do not offer us a TV deal. <laughs> we will reject it. <laughs> Even sure? if it's, no, I'm not sure. I know, I know you're not. Because I know you would be like, woman, we can actually do this. Like we respect each other. Like we're not going to let this TV show come in between us. I do think that we could do it. I don't think I don't think we would though. I think we have good communication. No, I don't think we would ever let that come in between us because I feel like we have good communication enough and respect yeah. each other to be like, you know, go behind the scenes and be like, all right, no woman, like this is not right. This is not how we want to portray things. Yeah. But yeah, I know Lisa I, Barlow's here. Oh my goodness. That was horrible. And they had a 10-year friendship. Yeah. Well, we passed them already. No, I know, but I'm saying like still that's that's a long time. That's a long yeah. time for you to be friends with somebody and like go and tell everything. It's true. But How long have we been friends? 2010. So 12, 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Nice. A lot happened in 12 years. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you imagine spilling each other's like life for the past 12 years. That would that's be a lot. Bad. A lot. We have a lot on each other. Anything like crazy at the same time where it would be like, oh, this is like the worst thing I heard about, you know, Dima or Tressie. No. I woman, you and I don't do much. (laughs) Like there's not actually that much we have on each other. <laughs> Let's be honest. The worst thing would be like, oh my God, she used to eat so much pizza at the dining hall. <laughs> she used to wait. We used to wait for our friends who went out <laughs> to come back with stories. Freshman year, we did not party, people. We were really, really good students. And just like stay in our room and just wait for our friends to come back and just tell us how their night, you know, went. Yeah, that lasted one semester. 
that was very, that was now just thinking about it just how like sad and pathetic that was. it was not sad we had a very fun time yeah just being excited about someone else's story while we're like under that was show. mostly you mostly you were excited <laughs> <laughs> all right all right I want to get into this whole stuff with Chris okay good let's let's do it all right so how do you feel okay so basically like Ashley basically said that Chris um so she had a story like I want to explain that he didn't just like DM her just like that she Correct. posted a story he replied to her story like a lot of people do and say you guys should have come to the W which is a hotel where he works at and he yep. well like we said we didn't know that at the time that this scene showed up we find know. it out later okay Ashley didn't know that he was work. He worked. He was like, he worked at the restaurant. At the- exactly. And that's also key information to know. So Chris Dillard responds to Ashley's selfie with her friend at 2.42 in the morning. He's working. And said, FYI, he's still working. I just want, I just want to. We don't know that. He works late night. She was just talking about how she like like his he shifts he works till like one a.m. two a.m. in the morning and that's yeah it's two forty two before or after two a.m. I'm sure like you wrap things up after work like by the time you get home it's three. Yeah, but then for what reason does he have to say you should have come to the, you should have come here at two forty two in the morning when it's already over. Because it's like, maybe you should have just come here. You'd have, you would have had better drinks. There's like, why didn't, why didn't he, I say this later on when Candace makes a point that she wants to, she wants to say that like Chris is trying to like rebrand the place. Why didn't he invite everybody at the end of the spring fling to come to the W? Maybe they just didn't have time to have that type of conversation, but like, why not? Okay. So here's the thing. I feel like they're trying to make him, to make it look like he's just like trying to like slide in Ashley's DM to to do something and like cheat on his wife and everything and that's why I really like Robin this episode she was the the real person who was like wait like Chris knows all of us he cooks for us he's friends with all of us like matter I'm not thinking that far that he's going in and he's trying to cheat on like he's trying to cheat with you and his wife especially when he knows what the relationship is between his wife and Ashley I don't think well that's that's another key point he knows that his wife and Ashley do not have a good relationship still. And so he should not be going behind his wife who's in Vegas to Ashley who's in DC when Chris Dillard is there alone to say, you should have come here. If my, if, no, I'm not even going to say if my husband. Herself, which you're, with her friend, because she wasn't by herself. It doesn't remember. matter. It doesn't matter. Chris, go home. He's go working. Home. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that he's gonna cheat on Candace with Ashley. I'm not saying that. But the but the behavior is inappropriate, I think, for a husband to reach out to his wife's old frenemy and say, You should have come here. Okay. One thing I and and I kept like the one the one note that I kept writing over and over is that Robin is being naive about all of this. And I'm like, why are you being naive about it? So here's my, here's my thought. I don't think she's being naive. I think she's like looking at it also from another perspective, which is what I was looking at. First thing, I agree with you. I don't think he should have just even like gone out to reach out to Ashley knowing like what the relationship was between, um, between um, him and his wife. 
However, I don't feel like when he reached out, it was under like the, like, I don't think he had bad intentions with him reaching out. Yes, he should have not done that. And also like, for me, I actually wrote that, like, if one of my friends, like, has been like, like, commented on something or like, wrote something in my DM, like, I literally would just like, definitely bring it up to my husband, like my, sorry, my um friend, mm-hmm. not like in terms of like, oh, your husband is coming at me more like, I just want you to know, because like, obviously, I definitely would not want you to see that there was some sort of conversations that you were not privy to like I'm mm-hmm. very very like you know like, like what Ashley did yeah. and I think Ashley did the right thing for sure um my thing is I I agree with you I don't think Chris should have just like reached out to Ashley knowing what the history is between Ashley and Candace but I don't think he did it like I don't think he did it though I honestly just felt like he did it in terms of like oh you guys should have just come to you know this hotel and like have fun there and have drinks there and party there and whatever because he works there I don't think it had anything to do with um you know him like trying something being sneaky at all but I don't know I think I think if he wanted to say like you should have come here I think he could have said like next time next time when Candace gets back you guys should all come to the W but then because Candace that's that's what I'm saying like that would have never been a statement he would have made because she wasn't even with Candace. She was just with a, she was just, Ashley was partying very late with another friend, right? She was probably at a different restaurant and at a different bar. Yeah. He, he works for the W, right? He's probably like, oh, you guys should have just come here instead. It's like, just come like to this bar instead. But he, are, but the, his words show that he knows that it's already past the time that she could come there. Cause he said, you should have come here instead if it was like 1 a.m he could have been he he maybe would have been like you guys should come here next or like come and come to the w like we'll hook you guys up but um, the yeah. fact that it was after yeah. work was probably because you're like okay it's already over like there's no it's point. already over what's the yeah. point of commenting yeah yeah i see what you mean i think it's definitely too comfortable for sure it's so comfortable um but I don't think he was trying to do anything like like I don't don't know I don't think he had bad intentions but I do agree I don't think that should have been said in the first place knowing the history between Ashley and um and Candace yeah and I think yeah 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 this is this is also the scene where Giselle tells Robin that about the the reunion so I think coupled with that he he gets too comfortable with his wife's friends okay. who aren't actually friends they're castmates at the end of the day they're co-workers um no Giselle, yes. Giselle no 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 not with Ashley Giselle Robin Giselle and Robin used to go to Candace's house and like you know Chris would cook for them like they hung out and you know how that came about because the season where Monique left because Monique fought oh. Candace Giselle hated Monique so much that she would be, she was happy to support Candace. Obviously, you mm-hmm. know, Monique wasn't the wrong. So mm-hmm. I think with that situation, they ended up having, um, they ended up creating like a, maybe like a friendship and then where they would actually hang out. So okay. Giselle and Robin, I definitely think, cause you would see even like this um, season, you would see separate scenes of Robin and um, Candace just hanging out. Like when they were opening like um, Karen's like invitation box to her party. Yeah, but that's during filming. Yeah, but then like that was just like a very low key hangout. It's like you were just coming to my house. Like there was yeah, but during filming is different than not during filming. Okay. Like you know that. 
Yeah, that's true. But I do think they have some sort of friendship, at least Giselle. But okay, so you can like recap um, the situation with Chris for for our listeners. So so and during the last reunion, Chris told Giselle that he didn't like the way that she was talking to Candace. And I forget what it even was about. So Chris was like, can I talk to you um, after the reunion? And so Giselle was like, sure. And he's like, can I come to your room? She's like, sure. Because she was under the the impression that her glam squad was still there. She gets to her room. The glam squad's not there. And immediately she's like, mm, I don't like this, which I agree with. Because mm-hmm. she said, she was like, I'm not going to be comfortable in a bedroom with my friend's husband by ourselves. I agree with that. First, I don't think it's a bed. It's not. A, is it a bedroom? Was it a She bed- said bedroom later. I think it was just their room. Their um, was she said bedroom their- later. It could have been hotel room or something. I don't know. Okay, so I know during the reunion, Chris was super upset. Um, so he was really upset, and I think okay. So honestly, Dima, Giselle, and Chris, and even um, Candice would say that they used they had like a relationship with each other, like a friendly relationship with each other, to the point that Candice even mentioned that sometimes like they would just kind of like flirt with each other like not anything serious and she just kind of like doesn't like she didn't take that too deeply I don't know that's her so I believe that out of all the girls like if Chris was upset and needed someone else to talk about to talk to besides Candace because sometimes Candace can be difficult to talk to I could see him like talking to Giselle and be like because when Giselle was trying to explain like what they were talking about right she didn't even want to be specific she just kept inside and I know for a fact she remembers what they were talking about she started by saying that he started talking about Candace and how he's upset oh I don't remember it was so late I'm tired I know for a fact she remember what they talked about Mm -hmm. so why like jump like why not provide the summary of what you guys talked about and you know what I mean she still want to make it look like and even Robin because Giselle told Robin about the situation and Robin is Giselle's friend and she assessed the situation. She's like, I don't think it's that deep. Like, I, I don't think, I think Robin is the one who actually makes sense in this, this whole situation. I disagree. My thing is, I do agree with like Chris being comfortable, too comfortable with the girls. Like, um, and I don't think, I don't think he should have just, you know, like DM Ashley. I don't think like, but when it comes to like talking to Giselle, I'm not going to say like, oh, he should have never talked to Giselle because it's not like they didn't, it's like they had a relationship. So he was just maybe, he needed somebody to talk to and confine it and because he was super upset. And we all knew that. So, so why couldn't they talk in like the main room together? Woman, if I want to talk to you about something private, like where am I going to talk to you? Like outside in public? Or am I going to be like, can you like, hey, can I talk to you here? But why couldn't Candace be there too if it was about her? Because maybe- I mean, it, it wasn't about her. It was about how she was being treated. We the funny thing is now we actually don't know because Giselle refused to tell us what they were talking about, which I'm pretty sure if it was something incriminating where Chris said something really, really bad, like Giselle would have been the first one to tell us, oh, my gosh, this is Chris made a pass at me because Robin was like, did he say anything to you? Did he try to touch you? Did he? No, none of those things happened. But Giselle made a point. She said that the fact of the matter is that he made me feel uncomfortable I think that's, that's fair. fair and that's fair I'm not gonna argue with her feelings I think that's totally fair um the only thing that I don't like is trying to portray it as if like 
they're trying to portray Chris like as Michael Darby, Ashley's like husband, how he has been very, very um, disrespectful to people, touching people, grabbing people. You know what I mean? Making a lot of sexual jokes. They're trying to portray Chris like as Michael Darby. And that's the only thing I kind of don't like about that. I feel like we need more evidence before we go that route. I, I think that they are just, I'm, I'm taking it as the girls are sharing how they're receiving Chris Dillard being too comfortable with them, being too comfortable by DMing them at three in the morning, Mm -hmm. by asking to talk one-on-one at like the reunions finish at night Mm -hmm. in the evening by themselves. Mm -hmm. I think that's what they're saying. I think both of them are saying like, he didn't, he didn't make a move on me. He didn't touch me. He didn't like physically do anything, but his actions are coming off uncomfortable. And that's fine. Um, And I definitely agree with that part. However, I did not like with Giselle calling him and saying like, he's a sneaky link. A sneaky link is somebody you have sex with. Like why even going? How does that mean that? Yeah, that's what that's what the definition said. Sneaky link. You know it's the new term now that the young I've people... never heard that in my life. I just thought she was calling him sneaky. No, sneaky link. It's a real term. Yep. A sneaky oh. link is somebody like you have sex with, like, you know, in secret. That's what sneaky link means. Oh. So making bold statement like that, it's one thing saying, like, you know, I'm not comfortable. Like, I'm not comfortable. I would be completely okay with that. The thing is, like, their tone was saying, like, uh, not only I'm not comfortable, but I think he wants me. And that's kind of, like, where I don't really like. That's a fine line for me. And I was like, let's just wait before making some sort. Because this is, like, someone's marriage, too. And and it is. Yeah, but that's the husband's responsibility. That is very true. I If I was Candace, I would be, like, I would definitely be, like, I don't need you to be friends with my friends. Like, please, like, Mm -hmm. just, you know, like, I don't need you. You don't need to be comfortable from none of that. Woman. Every season, like Giselle is coming for someone's marriage and is making yeah, it that's crazy. true. Like literally. So, but she didn't. She didn't start this. I I agree. She contributed. I, she contributed after Ashley had said that she was uncomfortable. She didn't speak on it the whole time. Okay, I agree. Okay, maybe she's like, okay, are we seeing a pattern here? That yeah here I'm I'm fine and honestly I I'm not against Giselle for bringing it up to Candace I'm against Candace for how she responded and we'll talk about that in we'll the get there yeah but okay so overall oof, that was a lot of discussion I knew woman is not in favor of Chris so I just feel like I had to be I had to provide a different perspective because I don't want us to just like crucify him automatically without seeing another side like another you know train of thought that he might have had Obviously, definitely agree with the fact that too com- way too comfortable. The Ashley thing should have not happened. The Giselle thing, I'm not going to say yes or no, because I could see how that could happen if they mm-hmm. have some sort of friendship or relationship where he just feel like I need to vent to you. And but why to Giselle? Why? Why does he need to vent to Giselle? Because he has a more relation. I feel like, like if you look at previous seasons out of almost everybody, you can see that Chris and Giselle has a better interaction out of all the girls. Like you always see that. They always have this like, this venture, like, you know, like this just very friendly venture with one mm-hmm. another. Like, so that's why I could see that happening that way, you know? Mm-hmm. But 
obviously she has a lot of triggers because she's been cheated on like for yeah yeah I mean being put and she she did make a good point she was like I don't want to be like looped into like a did this did this not conversation because that's probably like that's kind of the other side of the experience that she had yeah overall Chris just like be a husband just talk to your wife don't talk to your wife's friends there's no need unless Mm -hmm. like you know, unless like you were already friends together, like in a group. Yeah. So just keep it, just keep it cute, clean, casual. And yeah, I'm uh, curious uh, to know, I'm curious to know where the listeners um, fall. Are you guys team Tressie or team Dima? Are you team Giselle or team Robin (laughs) on this? I am team Robin this time. You're team Giselle. Yeah, we get that. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you guys weren't listening for the past 10 minutes, let's clarify. We literally went deep because I just, there was just so many different thoughts, but overall, like, um, yeah, so we'll see how this play out. I think this is going to play plays out, out a lot during the season. Um, yeah. So moving on, um, Ray and Karen, do you want to talk about the boob job? Um, yeah, I didn't have much to say. I just wanted to make a comment of the grand dame driving in in her Maserati like that's a housewife's car Maserati is a housewife's car dot Alexis you're really into cars by the way I do not (laughs) notice any car which is why I'm perfectly okay with Alexis (laughs) I'm just saying if you're on the housewives drive a Maserati thank you um but I didn't really have a lot of comments about this this scene but basically Karen's telling Ray about how her doctor is like talking about the progress of her of her augmentation and Ray's basically like I don't like that this encourages the young women in our lives like Raven and his nieces and stuff to do the same thing and Karen's like it's for my self-confidence so it's like for my self-esteem and Ray's like you don't need to like legitimize it and she's like I'm not legitimizing it for you I don't need a reason which I agree with do whatever you're 60 years old do whatever you want to do with your body no 30 year old is going to be like I need a boob lift now because Karen at 30 years later got one like and you know Ray like in his 80s so he yeah got a boob job like he he likes it saggy and everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I didn't have a lot of comments with that I was definitely like Karen do what you need to do so do you, do you agree with like plastic surgery for self-confidence? Go for it. I don't care. It's not my body. No, I always make. What, huh? like, like for you, like if you had like children, family, people who are like close to you who are considering like doing a lot of plastic surgery for self-confidence, like where, where do you if have that's, drawn? Like, do if you- that's going to make you happy, Wendy got her boobs done last season. No one said anything. I mean, they you also a lot of stuff. Better. Yeah, she got like a mummy makeover. And they did say a lot about it, but <laughs> wait, did you just say they didn't say a lot about it? Yeah. Okay, I missed that part. Are you serious? They crucified that girl for literally like doing a mummy makeover. Yeah, but good for her. And like and Rob. Giselle. Giselle did. Yeah, that's true. If you if you have the ability and you feel comfortable and you feel safe, just just I don't I don't care. I always joke if somebody is gonna like come for me for whatever reason just hit me in the nose because that'll give me an opportunity <laughs> to get a notice job like that's fine that's fine <laughs> okay anyone who wants to find Dima for some reason I'm not sure why you would want to but um, I don't know why. maybe you disagreed with me last scene 
Yes. So maybe you'll punch her in the nose so she can get. (laughs) Yeah, just do it. So now we're talking about the next scene where Mia and G, her husband, and her friend in quotation mark people, um, Jacqueline, and then obviously her friend walked in. Her friend is really cute. I like how she, you know, like how she, um, her, you know, fashion sense and everything. Um, and then Mia proceeded to talk about how they've been friends since like 15. And, you know, um, so they've been friends for a while. They know everything about each other. And then the friend was like, where should I sit? Should I sit next to you or next to your husband, G? And then Mia was like, oh, I know you're going to go sit next to him. And then she joked about how, mm-hmm. you know, they're like a throuple. And then during her confession, she literally alluded how she's like, her friend is like basically like G's other wife. She didn't allude. She said it. She said like, that's her, that's his other wife. And I was like, I rolled my eyes. I'm like, uh, okay. Her making that proper comment. And I'm like, you guys seem to be real close here. Mm-hmm. And then she said that if she was dead, the friend could marry her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, her friend is coming in hot, basically saying like how she feels about Karen's party and also alluding to the fact that Karen is messy. Mm-hmm. Karen is kind of a messy boots because she, you know, like she was trying to cover herself and trying to pretend like she wasn't part of it. But overall, like Karen really never said anything bad yeah. about me during all these conversations they were having. So, um, yeah, so basically she's telling like how Karen should have told her about the girls talking behind her back before like the party. So apparently Karen texted her on her way to the party. But I feel like Karen told her at her, you know, like last episode when she was having the family lunch and Karen was invited. I thought that Karen told her about it at that time. Didn't she? I couldn't. I can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. So. um, So, yeah. So I feel like the friend is like kind of like trying to like bring in drama as well, you know, and you're like, girl, you just came into the show just like Mm -hmm. in the background, look cute, sip on some, you know, like and just. Just, be like Escala. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't be like her because then I think the friend's probably trying to get on the show because Escala is not no longer on the show. Yeah, but we don't want you on the show, Jacqueline. She, I agree. She was coming in way too hot. She was like speaking for Mia, both at the party and now. Yeah. And I was like, who is this girl that's just coming in, like acting like she knows everyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she was like, and it's very interesting because once again, I can't wait to the reunion so we can find out what happened <laughs> to this friend because obviously they're fighting, they're feuding right now. If you guys go on Twitter, like there's a lot of things being said between Mia and the friend and, you know, so I really wonder what's really happening there. Um, mm. Like if literally you've been friends since you were 15 and you just came on a show for one season and you guys are no longer friends, like this friendship was never that strong to me. Yeah. I can't sense. wait to learn why they put her in quotation marks. I know. I'm like excited to find out too. Cause yeah. um, all right. So Ashley and Candace had dinner. Okay. So your favorite part. Cause Chris has, you know, Chris is the bulk of this conversation. So yeah, know. let's recap it. Actually, they kind of look cute together. Honestly, Ashley and Candace. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm like very, I feel like it's like walking on eggshells. I'm like, yeah. where is this going to go? I mean, I feel like their friendship actually has like a legitimate reason to have broken apart. Like it wasn't just like a petty thing because Ashley ended up defending 
Monique in court against Candace. Yes, very true. Very true. Or she wrote she wrote a statement letter basically um stating you know like um I don't know it was like a character witness yeah yeah it ended up helping her like helping Monique and or trying to help Monique in court my my point is I feel like them out of all people probably of like all the housewives have a pretty decent reason to not be friends with each other for sure I love that Ashley Darby like patted herself on the back and she was like you know what I could have talked to Candace in front of all the girls with my audience, but I didn't. I pulled her aside because I have growth. <laughs> I was like, good job, Ashley Darby. <laughs> that was a very good job. So basically, I'm talking talk to her about- in front of the camera instead of texting her separately, though, because we're going to make this a storyline. Just saying. But OK. So basically, Candace is like, oh, how was everything after I left with my husband who dropped me off at the airport because I was leaving? and Ash was like good good then we left whatever and then she was like but I wanted to bring something up to you and basically she's like I woke up in the morning and I had this dm from your husband well she was like from Chris and Kenneth's like my husband (laughs) and she was like yep and it said this this and this which we talked about we covered it before um and so basically that's when we learned that Chris works at the W. He wants to like rebrand it. He's like general manager. He's trying to like give it a new look. He's always asking Candace to like bring her friends, bring whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, my, I mean, my opinion still stands the same. Yeah. So basically you're not like, so basically like um, Ashley just told, you know, um, Candace, like, yeah, your husband slid in my DM. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, you could see Candace getting a little bit defensive though. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was very defensive. But she was just like, okay, I'm just gonna like try to believe that Ashley is not being um messy. But mm-hmm. I don't even know why she would think like that because Ashley makes a lot of sense by saying like, I wouldn't want you to see a conversation between me and him, and then you didn't know about it. So I think that was up. That was perfect. Everybody coming to Candace and letting her know about how they feel about Chris you know, this is what happened. I think that's fine. But I think like taking it further without too much evidence could be, you know, like could be an issue. Well, well, Ashley, Ashley also said like once she was like, okay, like you're telling me that he works there. He was trying to do it for the business. Good. I thought he was trying to like come for my home girl. That's what she said. And so she, I don't think, I don't think Ashley truly believed her, but she told her, she was like, okay, that's what you're telling me. That's how I'm going to take it. Ashley and Kenneth's friendship is very, very, like, uh, it's, like, very, like, we're walking on eggshells, you know? Yeah, yeah. So anything could make it go less. So Ashley basically have a dance class for all the girls because she has been, um, she's TikTok famous now. She does a lot of those TikTok dances. So Ashley hosts the girls. Um, Sharice is coming. Karen's not. Robin's there. Giselle's there. And before the rest of the girls get there, there's still this, like, like pre-dance studio um, champagne and cupcakes. And then they start having a conversation. So there's there's kind of like two major scenes, but we'll recap the first one. So basically Giselle is like, all right, Ashley, like let's talk about your divorce, not divorce. <laughs> cancer, no cancer, divorce, not divorce. <laughs> um, and basically she's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you buying a house? What's going on? Sharice is like, 
why are you buying a house? And then Ashley's like, well, I want, I want to buy the house while I can afford it with Michael. Um, and Sharice is like, okay, yeah, do you, that makes sense. <laughs> another, another thing that Ashley kind of brings up in this is that she's like, like, so basically like Giselle and Giselle and Robin and everyone are, well, it's, at this point, it's just Giselle, Robin and Sharice and Ashley. And so basically the, the rest of the girls are being like, why, this is not how you do a divorce. Like, this is not what a divorce is. And Ashley's like, well, there might be a possibility of reconciliation. Then she's like, Giselle, you and Jamal went back together. And Giselle was like, after 15 years, like. I think what Ashley was trying to say to Giselle, first of all, my first thought is like, why do they have so much to say in someone else's marriage? That's my first thought. I don't think, listen. As your friend, you can share something with me and I don't necessarily agree. But if you're like, hey, like this is what's happening in my marriage and stuff like I should trust you to know what you're doing. I should trust you to be able to make good decisions for yourself. Like they're basically saying like you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. And I'm like, I don't think any of them have the right to tell her what she should or shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. At least if you're trying to talk to your friend and telling your friend to be cautious, having a conversation you're like you know think about that you know like think through it before you do that but like to come out strongly and say like well, you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't have to make sense to you as long as mm-hmm. it makes sense to me one and I think what Ashley was trying to say is the fact that Giselle my situation and your situation is not the same you literally like was married to the pastor to a pastor who was cheating on you with every woman in the congregation and who had a lot of like outside children outside of your marriage. So by the time you had to go through a divorce, he had done the worst thing that you could have ever imagined. And she's basically saying like, at that point that her and Michael are deciding to part ways, it's not due to infidelity. It's not due to like a huge, um, you know, like um, betrayal. That's not what she's saying. She's saying like, we just don't, we're not, we don't get along anymore with each other or, you know, we we're not compatible anymore. So I think that's what she was trying to say to Giselle when she was making that comparison. She was saying like, your situation and my situation are completely two different things. Like the reason why you, like you literally got divorced is because your husband cheated on you. And the reason why I'm getting divorced is not because of that. Even though everybody's like, he's cheated on you before. So what are you talking about? And then but she's like, not recently. Like, you think I-, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this sounds like Chloe. <laughs> she's like, not recently, not recently. Um, but yeah, that, that was my thought. For me, I just felt like they came in too strongly in terms of telling someone, maybe because they see her as she's young, she's much younger than them, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know? Definitely 15 years or more younger than them. So they're, they look at her as like, oh, like you're a sister. child, like a little sister. I need to tell you what to do, but I don't think you should open your mouth that much in people's marriage. It also seems like she's giving like different information to different people. Cause she was telling when, when Deborah came over her house with the baby, mm-hmm. she was telling her like, no, like Michael's going to keep this apartment and I'm going to get my own new house. Mm-hmm. And Deborah was like, oh, like once you leave, is he going to get someone else? And she was like, yeah, probably. And so will I. So like, I don't think the rest of the girls are getting that information too. Yeah. I think you're right. In the beginning, it felt like they were buying the house together. Together. Yeah. But so, but then, then they're like, okay, like let's pop champagne and go dance. Yeah. And this was like the perfect ending to this episode. When I would say I was dying laughing, the ending was Candace going off. 
And oh yeah. It was almost the perfect ending. Almost the perfect one. <laughs> so, so basically the girls that are there for the cupcakes and champagne go in to start dancing. And then like slowly, like Candace comes in, Mia comes in, Wendy comes in. I think that's it. They all look good. That's what I said. I was like, they actually all look good. Well, at one point I literally wrote that I am, I am Robin. (laughs) (laughs) And at first I, at first I like thought that I was Robin because she was like, oh no, like now I'm lost with the steps. And then I didn't realize that they were going to keep focusing on how bad of a dancer she was. And Giselle was like, oh, everyone looks good. And then I looked in the mirror and I saw Robin. I mean, Giselle's not the best either. She's not that good. So it was like one of those dance class, like where you have your heels and it's more like stripper moves and, you know, kind of like sexy. So Mia was in her, you know, Mia did perfectly because that's her element. She is, um, she was a stripper at some point. So she had, you know, dancer. (laughs) Oh, are we not supposed to say stripper? No, I think she called herself an exotic dancer. No, I think she said, she said she used like a different term where she said she worked at a strip club where they serve steak and steak. <laughs> so, yeah, so she wasn't like a stripper. She was, Maybe she was like, is it, is this, a, I never like found out if it was real, if it's like, a if there's a real club like that, where they serve steak and then the exotic dancers wear gowns and stuff. I don't know. I don't, I'm not one to go to a lot of strip clubs in my day, so. <laughs> I'm at zero right now. Yet. Your days are not over yet. <laughs> oh man, that was funny. So Mia definitely was doing pretty well. Ashley is good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, this was good. Wendy, what were those Afrobeats moves? <laughs> <laughs> what is ek opupu? What is that term? That is not a term. Is that Ashley. what she said? Yes because then Ashley was like what's the difference between like she's like I know Jamaican like wine like what what do you like you know what do Africans do and then like and then like sorry it was just hilarious Wendy was like yeah you know like we have afro beats and we do like echo poo poo like we don't waste you know like what is echo poo poo <laughs> how is she supposed to open up her nigerian nightclub library <laughs> that's why she wants to put a, a library in there she doesn't even know she can't even rep you know she can't rep her <laughs> culture she can't dance and i was like i don't know what's going on um here so that was really funny and then um like sharice is sweating <laughs> <laughs> They have to give them the modified positions like in yoga when you can't do it and the instructor helps you. <laughs> and Robin is the youngest out of those three and she's like still trying. I was just doing like a yoga stretch on the floor at the end. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> That's like so funny, guys. Um, I was just dying. Um, and then you that can was read- very nice. It was uh, light. They should have ended it there. So then everyone leaves the studio, and uh, Giselle's like, Candace, can I talk to you for a second? And she's like, Basically, like, I know that Ashley told you about her experience. And since she brought that up, I also wanted to share how Chris made me feel uncomfortable and tells her the same thing. And then Candace gets like pretty defensive again. But I, I, from in Candace's defense, like she's hearing a lot about her husband in yeah. like a very short time. And like we said in the first episode, like 
they're not always like super lovey-dovey to each other. So maybe it stems from like some sort of insecurity or something, but also it's like hard to hear that somebody that you love and like are going to always protect and defend. Yeah. I think you want to support your your loved one first. Yeah, of course. Basically like she was like, Oh, like Chris thinks of you and Ashley and, uh, and Robin as his sisters. And then basically like she wraps it up by being like, I need to talk to Eric, who I think is probably a producer. And then she like leaves the studio and goes and talks to Eric, whoever he is. And she's like, I need you to, I need to know where this is going because you are not about to make my husband basically be the next Michael Darby. She's like, my husband is not that. You still have Michael Darby to serve that role. So she's pissed. I don't think she should have brought Michael into it, though. I do understand why she was like... Now maybe Ashley's going to come in. Because Ashley, at the end of the scene, is like, what's wrong with Candace? Like, what's she doing? So I don't know. And Ashley is not really like, he's my divorced ex. So Yeah. But to to Candace, like, defense, it's almost like, did all the girls get together and all of a sudden now we have to make, like, my husband is a bad guy. Right. So I think that's where that's why she's like, I'm done filming. Let me talk to the producer because she's yeah. like, because I think they all have like maybe an assigned producer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so obviously, like, it's kind of like I can see where this is going and you guys are not going to use my husband as a scapegoat for the season. And I think that's kind of I mean, obviously, he already is. Honestly, Candace, there's nothing we can say about that. But I could see why she was um, really angry about that mm-hmm. part. I want, like I said, I don't think she needed to mention Michael Darby because she was like trying to work on a relationship with Ashley. But, but she then, was hot. And then they told me that she actually was not okay with Ashley telling her about Chris's and the situation in the DM. So she, I felt like she pretended she was okay. So then obviously like at this point, she's like, okay, so I know for a fact you and Giselle probably got together and spoke about this. So then she didn't even care. But um, yeah, that was just a pretty like explosive, you know, explosive mm-hmm. reaction, which I, would be continued. I don't explode. I wouldn't explode. I would just like listen to what the person would tell me. Well, my husband. what I was going to ask you is, so I think, I think there are two main reasons why you would act this way. And I think Candace is doing one of them. And I'm curious what you think. Mm-hmm. One of them is you like love this person so much and you really are upset that their name is being like Mm -hmm. thrown through the mud or the second reason is because like you know this one thing that like maybe that something is like going wrong in their marriage or something and now it's like a super extra projection of like you know when you like extra defend yourself because you know you're in the wrong like something like that yeah no it could go either way we don't know which one it is right I can't wait to see what's going to happen next, like where this is going to go, because we know that um, Candace hates um, Giselle right now. And they're, you know, on Twitter, they are going back and forth. They're feuding. Oh, yeah. Candace is not happy with Giselle. So I don't think they're like, so I'm excited to see how this is going to go. I'm excited to see how Sharice and um, Karen's going to have a conversation because apparently Karen ha- does not want to, she's being Karen dodged. is avoided. <laughs> she's avoiding her. Do you feel like that's why she didn't come? I don't think so. Mm. She, I don't think Karen would like let Sharice like determine which scenes that she comes to or not. But in this season, we see her walking away multiple times from mm-hmm. Sharice, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
and once again, Giselle is saying it's because Sharice knows a lot of things about her and, you know, has knows a lot of secrets. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. You have to consider there's a reason why the producers brought back Sharice this season. Maybe mm-hmm. Karen was getting too good of an edit. Very true. Very, very true. I can see that. I can not saying that. anything bad about Karen because she's my best friend, as we know. This is one thing I like with Potomac. Like, I feel like everyone has something going on besides Giselle. Um, well, what does Wendy have? Wendy's creating problems for herself. Oh, there was also one point I wrote, <laughs> I wrote down that I was like, if Wendy's storyline is that she is busy, I'm going to need her to change that. Because she walks in, she walks into the to the dance studio and she was like oh I was giving my commentary on this this and this and then she was like I'm busy I'm busy and I'm like Wendy that can't be your storyline I refuse no that's very true so yes guys this was it for our episode two um thank you so much for joining us hopefully we gave you a lot of things to think about and let us know whose team you're on yeah, today we did not agree on a lot of things. We did not. Yeah, on- Let us know on Instagram. Oh, we have an Instagram now. Yes, 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 we do. Follow us at, at woman did you watch housewives? That's our Instagram. Yes. So DM us. You can slide in our DMs and slide in us- our DMs. Okay. Anytime. <laughs> 2 a.m., 3 a.m., anytime you want. <laughs> invite us to the w invite us wherever you want definitely invite us to the w mykonos anything <laughs> italy <laughs> hawaii trying to travel <laughs> um all right we'll see you guys right. next week see you guys bye bye